The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to go my day. And show you that I'd win. Your love's are mine. All those times I said that I love you. I die for you, Mac Jones. It's the No Talent Nuggets falling in Chicago. 16 threes for Steph. And the Pats are back. All on a bowl game skipping, playoff missing, Taco Tuesday edition of the program, Jake. Oh, my God. Gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. We did it. Did it right. Big show. Got a good one here today. Very good show today. Lots to talk about. Three passes for the Patriots last night. Just three passes for the pa- for the Pats. I was like, that's the Tebow offense. You know how much Josh McDaniels loves that Tebow offense. Well, it just made me think, why didn't the Broncos just keep running the ball? How they how they come up with forty passes for Bridgewater the other day when Javante had it going Bossa Nova, killing him. Javante, you should have. I mean, like you can't win the game probably without him. You should have ran him thirty five times. I swear he said that during like during the week. Give the ball. Did he say fifty times? Fifty two or fifty one? Like like. Like John said, uh, you got to remember that in that game there wasn't fifty-five mile hour gusts of wind. So got, we have audio of that wind, don't we? Dangerous. Mac Jones said he's never seen wind like that before. It's got to be horrible to play in, right? It's got to be the worst. I mean, bone chilling to the core. There was dudes with, again, like, just like if it was, they're playing in Tampa Bay. It was just like no, like, no cover on the sleeve on the arms. Damn. I'd have those, like, hand warmer things, you know, all lined up and down my body. I'd have heated underwears on. Do they got those? I'm pretty sure the bench is heated. And, you know, they got, like, these big heaters next to the benches as well. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, they yeah, got those right. insulated coats and that they'll be fine. They're, no big deal. Pro, professionals, professional players. It's They've fine. Done it. But yeah. if you're at the high school level or at the college level, maybe not so much. What about you out there? Say it's like to go either watch a game in this, Ooh. or say it's like this last weekend was the parade of lights downtown. Would you go stand there in the parade of lights for something like this? I would. You know, just for the memories. It, yeah. So you got to tough it out. All right. Nuggets fall to the Bulls. You know, it's like they were in town. DeRozan didn't even play in the game, I don't think. And the Nuggets just couldn't really find a way. Had a little pace early in the game, but the Bulls are, like, kind of talented right now. Got a lot of pieces. They got a lot going for themselves, and the Nuggets just aren't all that talented without $175 million worth of worth of. Maka Junior Porter, and then uh, another 175 or 200 in Jamal Murray. Too much, you know, um, 
talent discrepancy. And Jokic is so great. Triple-double, right? Yeah. Called that one yesterday. Yes, he did. I mean, you can call it. You could say every game, but we just kind of just kind of felt like that. These games now he's going to have to do. So he didn't hit play very well last night, but he's done a triple-double. That's probably the beauty of Nikola Jokic, Denver Nugget, NBA basketball player. But it's like they're just kind of not talented enough to beat good teams right now. And that's it. It's what it is. We said over this road trip here, they're 11 and 12 now. Come back a 500 team and we'll we'll run. And we can make this run and still get to 50 wins. I believe that. I personally believe that U.S. Americans such as. I personally as, believe that. Well, here's the thing. The Nuggets have the Pelicans on Wednesday. So, you know, they, they probably they can get the back. They have the Spurs twice, too. They probably can get back to over. And they stink. They could probably get back to 500 against the Pelicans. The Spurs have been playing better as of lately. Uh, they beat the Warriors. And I think last night um, they won as well against the uh, – who were they playing last night? Um, oh, no, they barely lost to the Suns, 104 to 108, but they had a, a, a sizable lead on them earlier in the game. But the Spurs are playing better, so th- those aren't gimmies. And on this road stretch and considering all the injuries with Dozier out, Bones Highland out, Jamal – MPJ. If Bones Island was in there, that things would be interesting. Because yeah. he's going to go give you a 20 if you need him to give you a 20. And that's just kind of what they're lacking right now. The 12. They're lacking the 12 that Michael Porter Jr. gives them. And then there's still <laughs> a little discrepancy there. Something somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's tough for the Nuggets right now. And I don't know what it was. I, last night when I was watching the game... Um, the rotations from from Malone. I don't know why Jokic was out so long. He was on the bench just sitting while the Bulls were on a huge Running. run. And you can't burn him out though either. There's a long season. True. And I, you know, that's a real concern for the Nuggets is burning Jokic out. I mean, he's in the best shape of his life, I would say, and he's playing the best basketball of his life. But you know, the 82 games. Man, the, the grind, the travel, the all that stuff, man. It's it's pretty taxing. I'd say it's the mo. What's the most taxing sport? NFL. I mean, only play seventeen on games. I'd probably say the NFL of yesteryear was the most taxing sport. These days, I don't know if it is or not. I don't know if like the NHL with the grind and the travel and the so many games is. I think NHL might be the most taxing. 82 games and all that kind of stuff. What about NBA? NBA's tough, You're just too. running, running, You're running, running up running. and down the floor, but you know, there's not as much not contact every, as Not hockey. everybody's running. You know, you got five of your best players and three or four of the rotational guys. What about 162 baseball games, right? Yeah, that's pretty taxing, but it's not as of as much as a physical because demand. Of the physical, yeah. But mentally, it's more taxing than any other sport. Mental's more? Yeah, 162 games. I'd say you're right. Because basketball, you just got to go and react. Baseball, you're just Poop. standing there and thinking, you know? I'm going to think about all the bad things here, brother. Let's try to think I've struck out <laughs> five of the last six times. What am I going to do this time? Wow, it's tough. Got to be tough out there, right? Yeah. But okay. uh, basketball, it, I love basketball, but it's becoming soft, and it's not a, nearly as taxing as it used to be. So... They need to, they need to do something with the officiating in that game because it's it's getting bad. All right, tough to watch sometimes. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty is the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line.
Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab. While you're there, we get your podcasted versions of our previous works. I am at Tweet Danny on Twitter. Hey, Jake at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Interaction, participation. Get at us. 98.1 FM if you're about town here around town. Um, just watch us at milehighsports.com. It's the easiest. It's the easiest way to do it. Michael, huh? Yeah. I she was born like a beauty queen from a movie singer. I said, don't mind, but what do you mean? Is this the greatest? Is this the epic epicenter of the greatest music of all time? Right here, right now, this one. This song. This song. Maybe. Turn up a little bit. Let's hear a little bit more. We don't know the music of the future. The future. I don't know if it gets better than this. You know? Yeah, it'd be tough to... to Got everything. I really don't know if it gets better than this. Perfect for Top Gun. It is. That's right. Ice. Man. I am dangerous. Okay. So. The Broncos. I think I'm ready to talk about them again. What has to happen in order for them to make the playoffs? Are they done? I think uh, there's a chance, but they need help. They need help from, I don't know if the only way that they can make the playoffs is by winning the division, because now I think the Colts are leading the the AFC South, so that means the Titans are in a wild card. Here's the playoff picture. You ready? Yes. Okay. Um. Actually, let me take that back. The Broncos are done. There's no way they're making the playoffs. There's no way they make the playoffs. Nope. How come you think that? I think the wild card teams in the AFC are too strong. You got Bengals. You got, um, like I said, the Titans. Bills. The Bills. <laughs> right. I mean, those three are wild card I think teams. The Titans still me? win the division. No way. But the Colts still are a playoff team. I still think that Colts win the division. So that means that the Jaguars are not a playoff. Or the uh, the Bengals are not a playoff team. Wrong feline. The Bengals aren't a playoff team? Under our premise. Here's our wild card teams. The Bills. The Colts. Well, the Colts are going to win the division. Okay, or the Titans then. And who's the third team we just mentioned? The Bengals. Not the Chargers. The Chargers could win, but 
the the Chargers did just whoop up on the Bengals. That's so. what I'm saying. Ooh. Here's what's going on here. It looks like um, Chargers. Okay, Titans eight and four. They're still winning that division. I mean, the Titans are still winning that division. Did I say that? Titans are winning that division. The Colts are seven and six. The Ravens are eight and four. The Bengals are seven and five. Steelers six five and one. Browns six and six. Bill uh, Patriots nine and four, the number one seed in the AFC. The Bills seven and five. The Dolphins are six and uh, seven. Damn, how have they done that? I like Flores. Um. Okay. So, what has to happen for the Broncos to make the playoffs here? The Patriots are the number one overall seed. Titans two, Ravens three, Chiefs four. Right. The the Chargers are the first wild card team. The Bengals are the second wild card team, and the Bills are the third wild card team. Then you have the Steelers as the eight seed, basically. The Colts as the nine. Raiders ten. Browns. 11 Broncos 12. But again, the Browns and the Raiders are also 6 and 6 like the Broncos and the Steelers the Colts are 7 and 6 and the Steelers 6 5 and 1. It's just too much work. There's too many teams there, you know? Yeah. There's not enough um I don't know, bad teams this year or something. I mean like the Jets are poop and the Texans are a bad team too. Jets, Jaguars, Texans. But other than that, look at the parity. You know, it's been very even, especially in the AFC this year. It's a little more top heavy in the NFC. But when it comes to, you know, the wild card there, there's just no room for error right now. And well, the Broncos, if the Broncos, I don't Broncos, Broncos beat the Bengals and they essentially take their spot. Do they? Yeah, because they beat the Chargers as well. So they, so they get the tiebreakers, but record wise. Well, again, the Chargers lose their seven and six, too. This next week. If the Bengals lose, they're seven and six. The Broncos got the Bengals next? The Lions. Lions then the, the Bengals. So if they go two and oh in this stretch. There'll be eight and six. There'll be eight and I, six. I think that'd probably put them around maybe the third seven wild card. Seven or eight. That'd be in or they'd be right on the outside looking in. Because the Raiders fade out into oblivion. Yeah. They, I, mean, I think the Browns fade out. But maybe just like the Broncos in a lot of ways. Um, and the Steelers, I think, don't make the playoffs as well. But I do think the Bills make the playoffs. I don't know. The Bills are kind of dysfunctional right now. I mean, maybe you can't take a... a I mean, they're outcoached last night, obviously. Outcoached. Damn, uh, Bill Belichick is something, right? Josh McDaniels? Yeah. Is Bill Belichick the greatest co- football coach ever in the history of football? Any level? A hundred percent. Better than Dave Logan. Yes. Better than Vince Lombardi. Yes. The only competition he has is Nick Saban. I'm with you on that. I think Saban's one of the on the Mount Rushmore. Did you hear what uh Of course I did, but why don't you tell the listeners <laughs> about it? Sean McDermott was uh very salty last night after... What was he salty about? About Bill Belichick. What was the he problem? says, uh, let's not give more credit than we need to give credit to Bill Belichick in this one. Whether it's Bill or anybody else, they beat us, right? You sit here and you tell me when we start with an average starting field position at the 40-yard line and he starts at the 23-yard line, and I'm rounding up in both cases, and we were on, we were 1-4 in the red zone, 
and they were zero for one in the red zone. You give me that ahead of time, I like my chances. They lost, though. Yeah. I don't understand what he's saying. He's like an idiot. And then he continues to make himself look like an idiot. Now you sound like, like Rex Ryan when he's like, <laughs> I'm not here to kiss Bill Belichick's rings. Right. Exactly. So he, he continues on saying, so with all due respect, it's not a Bill Belichick type thing. It's what are you doing with the opportunities you got? What are you doing with the opportunities? We turn the ball over at the plus 30-something yard line. It's sloppy football, so I'm very comfortable in that situation. I don't know what the hell he's trying to say, but he's very salty and, and he's like mad that everybody is giving Bill Belichick all this credit for you know bringing the Patriots back to prominence and winning this division now. And he's just salty. He's he's venting to the media, and it's not looking good. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, they got a lot of talent there. If he doesn't. If they miss the playoffs, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Playoffs? Let's hope we can win a game. There's no way the Bills don't make the playoffs. Really? I don't, I mean. You still sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Wow. I mean, you. don't they still have to play the Jets and the Dolphins one more time? Yeah. I'm sure there's a chance for them to get right. Two easy wins. But, again, look at what their last month has been or more. You know? Right. What's going on? Interesting. All right. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the Lions for a sec. I mean, are you getting the Lions at the worst time, as crazy as that sounds? I mean, after their first win? Yeah. Maybe. Or do they come crashing back down to earth? It, it, it probably feels like the Broncos win some kind of, like, one of their... 26 to 13s. Well, here's the thing. You know, Everyone, you know, Teddy has a good game, and Javante goes for a big, big yardage, and you get your guy, uh, Melvin Gordon, back maybe. You know, last week for the Lions, it was a divisional rivalry, and it was their Super Bowl, man. They needed that win just to, you know, not have a zero in that win column for the entire season. And I think that, you know, they got up for that game, and, it, and they have to come to Denver after that emotional high, I don't see them winning two games in a row. I didn't see them winning any games this year, if I'm being honest with you. And I think the Broncos do dominate. But the Lions always play tough games. They always play close games. Broncos dominate, huh? That's my initial feeling. But then again, the Lions always play close games. They even yeah. played a tight game against the Ravens. All right. Uh, 303-831-1340, hotline, go fast, energy drink, text line. We'll go to break here, yeah. So Jay Norvell will receive a five-year, $9 million deal. So if you're thinking, well, why did he leave Nevada for Colorado State? Well, he made 600000 last year at Nevada. He'll make about $1.5 million at Colorado State. That's it's not a lateral move if you're making three times the salary. That's almost a, a million dollars more. Going to Altitude Radio might be a lateral move as opposed to Mile High Sports. But if they're paying me triple, then Nate... Oh, oh yeah, Nate? Well, how can you fire me? When I already quit! <laughs> okay. What else, Jake? Um, Despite the Nuggets sucking, yeah. 
They're still the eight seed. They'll be around. They'll hang around. It's just not going to be a top three or four seed like we were kind of hoping for. You know, things change. Injuries change your plans. Things change in life. Plans change. The future is unknown, Jake, right? Always unknown. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on the other side. It's Smiley Sports. Okay, Jake, look at you. Nate, piss you off or what? I'm mad at the world. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're not my dad, Dennis. Uh oh. Who is this, Rage? Of course. Let me hear some yelling and screaming here. Okay. Rage was really good in their day. Nothing was like that. No one sounded like Gorilla Radio? Lights up! Gorilla Radio! (laughs) You're on the radio! (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah. It's badass, Jake. That is badass. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and participation. Uh, let me see here. Let's talk about the rookies in the NFL real quick because the Broncos have two of the best. Do the Broncos have two of the five best rookies in the entire NFL? Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones, number one? Well, yeah, he's a quarterback. No. Absolutely not. He's won seven straight games, bro. They're the number one seed. It doesn't make him the number one rookie because he's not doing that. What more could he have possibly do to put better numbers up? I mean, like he's. I mean, he's not going to win rookie offensive rookie of the year. This is just like Big Ben or like. uh, I guarantee you, he won't. Tom Brady at the beginning when they're just kind of like winning with the team, not winning. He won't win offensive rookie of the year. He won't win offensive rookie of the year. That's Jamar Chase. That's bad. Jamar Chase. Oh, shoot. Bet right now. You're right. It's Jamar Chase. McMuffin. You're right. It's Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, Mac Jones. Javante? Uh, Patrick Sertan? Okay. Let's see here. I need impact. I mean, Micah Parsons clearly is okay. Is he uh, is he a lock on our list? Yes, top five rookie. He's probably going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Okay, he's got like ten sacks. Does Micah Parsons? He's a freak. Okay, I mean, obviously, do we pass on Micah Parsons for Patrick Sertan? Yes. Hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got he he's an idiot. Hold up. He's an idiot. Don't that's, listen to this. He's an that's idiot. what we got to say. All right, that's what we got to say about oh, that. Oh, so you're now uh he's an idiot. Next question. You don't think uh that was a good move to get Sertan over Parsons? No, I don't. Mike Parsons is looking like a Von Miller ish uh wrecking crew for has changed their entire defense around. Patrick Sertan's great. Don't get me wrong. I like him a lot. The only other couple of rookies I can think of is Rashawn Slater. He's the lineman for the Chargers. Oh, Penny Sewell. Is he killing or is he? Well, just... I mean, he's. Oh, Kyle Pitts, too. Kyle Pitts has like 50 catches right now. He's going to end up with about 80 catches and 1,000 yards. 
<laughs> but then I'll put like Mac Jones after those guys. <laughs> what? I'll put my, my, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is number two, bro, after Jamar Chase. Oh, my God. That, listen, then it's Micah, no. Micah Parsons is three. Because uh, defense isn't as important. As <laughs> I'll put Micah Parsons number one. Jamar Chase, number two. I get Javante at four. And Sertan at five. Just to... Javante more than Sertan. Oh, yes. Even despite all the interceptions yeah. from Sertan. Uh-huh. One just like went right into his hands last week. You see it? Like He just stood there and it went right to his hands. Yeah. Javante's running through like four guys. <laughs> like uh, He's got the most broken tackles in the league. Just because he hasn't been featured more doesn't mean he hasn't done more. That's maybe the beauty of Javante. What if we had been getting, you know, he might be doing Jamar Chase-like things if there was no Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone was the second running back and Javante was getting the ball 20 or 25 times a game. He might be blowing the doors off of the league. Yeah, but that contributes to the rankings. Sertan's... A number one corner in the league. I just think Sertan's really coming up. Not really. He's not a true number one corner. In a on this team, he is. Uh, who's got more interceptions than he does on I'm this just, team? But I'm not too, who's playing against teams number one receivers. That's what a number one corner is to me. Not number one corner doesn't mean most picks or most stats or most tackles or most clout. It's who's getting the assignments. Who's got the assignment. I think that Sertan's coming up right now just like Javante, actually. I think the come up for both of them is about equal. That's fair. I think Sertan's got a little, I don't know. Damn. I was going to say about to say more hype around him. Javante, I mean, the way, they were, the, way, the way they were talking about him on Sunday Night Football, you know, the graphics and the pe- way people talk about him on, you know, Twitter, stuff like that. I don't know. There's a lot of hype around Javante. There is a lot of hype around Javante. You can only have one. Pick one. Give me Javante. Give me Sertan. Really? Well, Sertan will play for 12 years or 10 years. Javante might be a bat out of hell for three or four years. It's and the then running back. It. It's just the nature of the position. You know, and I think I can find another Javante before I could find another Sertan. Yeah. Even though Javante might be the most talented running back that they've had since Clinton Portis. I can't think of all the guys in between. You know, Mike Anderson had 1,500 yards one season. I mean, uh, CJ. Travis Henry, yeah, who I always called Derrick Henry, or Derrick Henry, who I always called Travis Henry, had uh, one big season or a big half a season when Mike Shanahan paid him all that money to come in here and destroy all of our lives. Um, I'd say since Clayton Portis, there hasn't been one like Javante. And actually, the next most talented guy was Melvin in all that time, to be honest with you. People be like, Philip Lindsay. Guys, he's a sweet kid. He's a nice European running back. But he doesn't have talent like Javante Williams and like Clinton Portis. Go watch Clinton Portis run the ball for those two seasons he did with the Broncos in the early 2000s. I don't remember another one like him, to be honest with you. It was different than Terrell Davis. And we had just saw Terrell Davis, one of the top 10 you know, running backs in the history of the National Football League. Tell me. Let's go out to the hotline, get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. He's the former champ. 
He's one of the greatest of an era. He's the one and he's the only. It's Ray Ray. What's up, Daddy and Jake Myers behind the glass and all the cars worldwide? Hey, uh, and I want my Santiago's, my sausage egg McMuffin, my Jimmy John's, and my apple cider vinegar. Hey, let's go on a positive note, you guys. This uh, NFL and NBA and all this is Jack Baloney, you know. These guys need to focus on their sports and stop thinking about the stupid bank. I'm against it, you know. When you're in the sport, you play and give it all from your heart. Just like I tell people, I might be 5'7", but I could still do a 360 slam dunk at 50 years old and still do guys in the hoops and still play hoops because that's what we did back in the day and stuff. And, uh, you know, and we just got to keep uh, be positive and stuff and change this world and just keep rocking and rolling. And what do you got to say, Danny? With you. Look, what you, I love what you had to say about the whole thing. Uh, I like that you uh, – one, one of your great lines that we underplay is let's go out, out on a positive note. I like that you're a positive guy. Um, that's rare these days, I think. Uh, you're a motivator. That's why the callers and the listeners love you. Uh, drop the mic, Danny out. Cool, Danny. And hey, uh, Clint Portis was one of the top running backs, but you got to look at uh, Walton Payton and that other guy uh, that played for Houston Oilers back in the day. He was a top Earl running Campbell. back. Yeah, he had 36-inch side legs because he used to do 800 squats. I remember all that back in the day, watching films that back my grandfather had in the A-cassette. But hey, like Kurt Brown and Joe Williams say, Red Dog, Red Dog, Red Dog, Red Dog, come out. <laughs> ah, good one, my ring. Uh, and stuff. We had uh, a Matthew Judon um, from the Patriots. Uh-huh. He's he's on my side about Mac Jones. He says hats off to the offense. Besides Mac, he didn't really do any. He didn't really do nothing well, besides hand game, the ball off in this game. In this game, no one's giving credit for Mac Jones doing anything in this game. Well, their running game has been the focal point of their offense all season long. Uh, over this stretch of like yes. seven wins, he has like twelve touchdowns and two picks. Good for him. He's been good. Listen, good for you, bud. They're not doing it without him. They could do it with... No, they can't. A lot of other they quarterbacks. They could do it with Cam. That's why he's not there. They didn't and even give Cam like, a chance. No, we both like Cam. They didn't even give Cam no, a fair shot. It's the it's the rookie who you're controlling. Like you're, uh, got, he's, you got your hand up his ass. He's a puppet. He's like true to it's like, all right, just run the play here. Just stick to the play. Do your job! They quit making shit up, right? Yeah, I mean, he, is that the Patriot way? That's the Patriot way, and he's fitting the mold. So it's it the, only it's works all, with this guy right now. It only works with this guy right now. And and what's scary is it's making me a little feel, feel like Ben Roethlisberger as a rookie going in there and just like managing the game and doing just enough with great coaching. Pretty good talent, a great defense. Same thing with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the first Super Bowl, the first couple of Super Bowls, man. You could say he was along for the ride. But he was also the perfect man for the job. It wouldn't have worked with Drew Bledsoe and the $100 million quarterback and the throw. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't have. And it didn't. It did with Tom and Big Ben and with uh, Russell Wilson. A young Russell Wilson who's just making the easy throws, the easy decisions, just running the offense. Just run the offense. I think you're giving Mac Jones too much credit. I don't even like the guy all that much. And I don't think he works everywhere. He only works in a few spots. And one of those spots is New England, bro. It's just what I think about. I don't think he's in a premier talent. He's at the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? Right here, right now. 
It only works in New England. It only works in New England. You know, he might work in Pittsburgh. He might work in a handful of other places. What do they have? Incredible coaching and stability and tradition and history and... Uh, and a solid D. Everything that it takes to win those franchises. We'll do whatever it takes. They know how, what it takes. You know? <sighs> okay. And stuff. Uh, 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. 98.1 FM if you're about town here. I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Back at it again. It's my life sports. So over Thanksgiving, I don't know, Sunday morning, the kids were up early and I got up and we were looking at movies. And we watched Back to the Future. And I was like, could they watch this? Could they handle this? And it, they did. And, like, JJ was into it. And my daughter, my six-year-old, was kind of into it, too. And, like, trying to explain, well, like, well, that's his mom, you know. He's back in time, you know. And he kind of got it. He thought it was pretty good. And it is. That movie's great. Back to the Future is just so good. <coughs> Overrated. No, it's not. Come on, Gil. No, I'm just kidding. They're really, really good. Shut the F up. Oh, F you, you dumb F. I think that's where that's what Gil told me when I said that. Um, transition. NFL playoffs almost here. Fandle's giving you $10, a $10 bonus when you place a $20 same game parlay bet. Okay. Bet on a single game, spread your bets around multiple matchup. It's up to you. Um, as long as you bet 20 bucks in a same game parlay during the same week of NFL action, you'll get a $10 bonus. Okay. FanDuel, why are they the best? Well, fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. They're the best, guys. They're who we use. We're on the app all the time. We love them. They're the best. This same game parlay bonus is live during uh, weeks 13, 14, and 15. So lock in some winners today and enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up with promo code MHS. Promo code MHS, the Smile High Sports, to get 30 to 1 odds on either team to win when the Browns and the Ravens uh, meet for their second time this season. You can win $150 on a $5 bet that's promo code MHS exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 and older, present in Colorado. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. You know who I didn't mention? Caden Stearns. He's a rookie, right? Yeah. Baron Browning. Bear, right. Baron Browning. Baron Browning. Um, who else? Uh, other some rookies that have stepped in for the Broncos and have been okay and have been somewhat impact guys. Is that it? I'm sure I believe in one or two out there. I have to think about it. I know there's one or two more guys. Help us, 303-831-1340. Caden Stearns looks like a really good player. Yeah, he's he's shown some bright spots this season. He's he's he could be a, a player in the future, but you know, we'll see. He's got to, you know, break his way into the rotation a little bit more. They probably move on from Kareem Jackson, right? I would think so. And uh, you know, that that secondary will have another facelift or you know reboot not a rebuild it'll be it'll look different um because i don't think you know, kyle fuller comes back right 
Yeah, I wouldn't think so. And I don't think... Um, I don't think... I don't know. I think Bryce Callahan probably moves on. They're uh, financially obligated to Ronald Darby. And then uh, your Sertan Darby... Maybe you bring one of those two guys back to be your third corner, like at no money. Fuller or Callahan? Yeah. I'd, pr- I'd rather have... And then you draft a young guy. Callahan? What happened to... not Opa, Oka, wait, um, Ojemudia? Ojemudia. He's still here. He's, uh, Is that her, or he just doesn't play on this good defense? He's not as good as the other guys. I mean, this this is a stacked cornerbacks room, and a guy like Ojemudia, he's not going to see the field very much unless there's injuries. Okay. I'm with you. Um, What would you think about a Patriots-Buccaneers Super Bowl? Would that would be the it. greatest thing that we could have as a football universe? It's, Is there a better matchup than that? Probably. What? I would say... The Chiefs and the, the Buccaneers Chiefs again? The Chiefs and the Bucks again. That's better? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's better. The matchup, I think maybe. the Buccaneers would beat the Chiefs again. Probably. But I don't know what would happen with the Patriots and the Buccaneers. Bucks would hammer. No. They'll figure out Tom Brady. They'd keep that. Mm. That thing would be... You know, Mac tw- Jones, twenty flounders. to seventeen. Mac Jones flounders in a Super Bowl game. You are a hater. You are a hater. He he floundered. He doesn't even get him to the Super Bowl. He's, he's bounced in the first round. No, I, but the AFC sucks. As in the Chiefs and the Patriots would beat the Chiefs right now. The AFC stinks. Who the Ravens? You don't think they'd stop that mess? They could barely score 15, 16, 17 points a game. The Ravens. I just hope we can win a game. Uh, uh. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> I'm not. I don't like Mac Jones all that much. It's the they're bigger than themselves right now. They have created some kind of life force or aura, uh, if you will, Jake. It's they're they're different right now. They're a well-oiled machine, is what they are. And Mac Jones is just... Uh, They're building upon that, though. Yeah, every every win that they get builds that confidence up, builds that cohesion up, and if they get that first-round bye... Who in the AFC, in the playoffs, would want any part of New England? Nobody. Nobody. I don't think anybody wants to play the Patriots right now. They're the hottest team in the league. But the Chiefs are hot right now. I think they are one of the only teams that could possibly contend with the Patriots. The Starbucks lady wrote... Have an awesome day with a smiley face on my thing. Are you having an awesome day? Um, she took some time to write it. She's got nice writing. I appreciate that. It kind of did put a little smile on my face. You know, that's very nice of her. Yeah, thoughtful. Does she do that for everybody, or did she just had time to do it for me today? Or I'm just a little cutie. You're a little tenderoni. Probably a little tenderone. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Um, she's into married dudes with kids. <laughs> I, I, again, it's hard to find chicks who are into married dudes with babies, but I, you know, there is websites for everything these days. So, yeah, but you know, like, why would I go out, Jake? Why would I go out for a hamburger 
when I got a filet at home. Beautiful woman. Whoa, I'll tell you, you sports talk radio guys, you get all the good looking women, I'll tell you. You see that lovely lady there? And that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend. Okay? Get on the microphone well, you, with Pop. You get all the good looking <laughs> women. I, it's a, what a you kids woman. in Colorado. Wow, AJ's doing get out your re- recorders. Right so if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football pops. and throw it around the backyard with Pop. It's not Pops. It's Pop. Sorry, with Pop. Uh, yeah. Well, again, why would I go out for... Why would I go out for a hamburger when I got a filet, a T-bone at home? However... It's the Starbucks hookup. You know, like Danny Bailey and Anillo, they always think, well, sometimes you have to go out for a sloppy Joe. Like to the Stampede or something like that. Slump buster. Uh, I'm just joking. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Let's go to break. Come back. Uh, a lot to talk about. Um, damn, a New England Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. That's the best story. That's the best story. That's the best story. I don't, we don't want the Chiefs again. Who wants the Chiefs again? Right? Yeah. Green Bay might make it. Nah. Tampa Bay beats them. They can't win it. They can't go to the Super Bowl with it. I don't know. There's just something's wrong there. All they do is lose in the NFC Championship game. It's true. Every year. It's true. It was the young Aaron Rodgers, too, that won that Super Bowl, too. Interesting. This is Billy Idol. Let's go. Yeah. It's... Tommy Two-Tone, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and your headliner, Billy Idol. That'd be a pretty good concert. It's my sports. My- 